In a world where heresy blankets the airwaves, religious stuffed shirts suck the life out of Sunday morning, and prosperity teachers rob grandmothers of their pensions, three unassuming ministers endeavor to shine the light of biblical theology and put the fun back in fundamentalism. Broadcasting live from the Hall of Dogma... Brought to you this week by government officials who really just need to sleep in for a while. Welcome into episode episode 71 of the Gospel Friends. I'm Reverend Verbage. What is happening right now? Do we have to redo that? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. (sighs) That was great. I mean, look, it's fine. I just... Now let's redo it. Three. He hit me in the chest earlier with an action figure, so I thought I'd go for a low blow. Can't breathe. Are you nervous? Two, We're trying to loosen you up. It's okay. One. When you're not talking, you can lean back. Like yeah. Like, that way you're not hyperventilating into the mic. There you It'll go. Be good. Three. You can't die. We yeah. would get in trouble yeah. if you passed out or something. Oh the worst gosh. that you could do is seem immature and unknowledgeable. Right up. And so you would fit. But right I'd in. fit right in. Yeah. You'd fit right in. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, you probably don't need to bring your A game or it'll make us look good. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, my mom is Jennifer Dean, so. That's true. Three, two. Who, do y'all, who are y'all more afraid of, Lisa or Jennifer? <laughs> oh. uh, Je- uh, Lisa and, and Harvey. Jennifer, wow. doesn't, Jennifer doesn't scare me. Don't, don't, don't. See, Jennifer scares the crap out of me. Nah. Jennifer is yeah. a... Jennifer it, and I get along really well because we're just alike personality-wise in terms of and sarcasm. And she makes fun of you. And she does. She's <laughs> also strong. Like, I mean, physically strong. She used to do all the... The CrossFit, kettlebell, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. What? But for whatever reason, Lisa... You think you could take your mom? Lisa scares me more. She's my mom, no. Okay, that's, good. <laughs> that's the right answer. Let's right. make sure. I've read the Bible, Chase. Jeez. <laughs> I Honor thy seen. father and mother. Gosh. Three. Two. One. <laughs> Come on, man. Perform under pressure. Well, they're going to hear that. <laughs> All right, when you start, I'm going to come back. <laughs> this is one of our traditions. We throw off David for about 10 minutes and then he starts. But once he, once he starts, he's mad, and that makes him a better podcaster. Is that why you always sound angry? Yes. <laughs> it is. If he's not mad, he'll be like, okay, we're going to talk about... And parenthood and abortion. Oh my gosh! I'm very. Mm. I want to go thing. home tonight. <laughs> Take me home tonight. Three, I don't want two, one. Now I got to pull up the YouTube. I can't video. read. <laughs> Brought to you this week by government officials who just need a few weeks to sleep in. Welcome into episode seventy-one of the Gospel Friends. I am Reverend Verbage. I am a perplexed Captain Crunchy Chase Thompson. I am. Nick, you spend most of your life perplexed, don't you? Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> Until uh, 10 p.m., then I wake up. So the uh, the form number for the United States Office of Personnel Management, anyone who wants to request a leave of absence, is form number 71. You're kidding. Well right? done. I believe that is the most boring intro <laughs> number you've ever done. How shall I stay awake? Why are we playing music? It's your song. I believe that's Eddie Money. Take me home tonight. I had just finished yelling, at, like at the yeah. top of my lungs. I want to go home tonight because 
the girls at this table would not allow me to get on with the intro. There is an girl at this table. A, I plural. see three girls and. at this table besides myself. There's about to be a fourth one if you keep talking. We are, <laughs> we are That's an interesting that. threat. How, how would that work? We are we are joined. Oh, gender reassignment surgery. Okay. We are joined this week on the Gospel Friends episode seventy one by any money. Are you going to cut that off, studio? It's got to get to the chorus. Long time listener of the podcast, Aaron Dean. That is not my last name. Oh, snap. <laughs> you have already botched our She's first ever true. interview with a female. She's actually right. That's not her last name. It's not my last name. But so okay. what we should do is, re- is we should restart this whole thing. No, no, no. 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 This we just got started, finally. Going. This okay. is going live. Why don't you introduce yourself? Okay, that's I am Aaron Belcher, the most mature person at this table. That's, that's a <laughs> That's, that's, that's not a saying fact. a lot. That's, that's a fact. Now... Uh, to be fair, I, 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 you know, I had a like. There's a valid reason to mess your name up, right? <clears throat> I mean, yeah, it, it's an easy mistake. I mean, my last name would have been Dean. You were close, but oh, yes, not and that maybe close. maybe other people have made that mistake. No, before you're, you're as the well. only one. Now, there's probably <laughs> someone else who's made that mistake <laughs> there, at some there point. Been. There have been. So I, I am in good company. Um, I'm pretty sure Chase has called me Aaron Dean at one point or another. Ha. And, ha. I'm, and I'm best friends with his hey, daughter. Hey, so David, David Saban, how about you uh, cut it out over there? Oops, okay, I butchered so your last name, too. I just want to remind you I just want to remind <laughs> you that I'm responsible for you being here tonight. So That is true. These two guys voted you off the island. Liar. I, I Whoa. That is a bit of a lie. I think Whoa. I was the first one to ever suggest having Aaron on. Well, no, I'm pretty sure it was David. No, no. And, in, in background meetings uh, that you weren't privy to, oh, sorry. I, I, I'm Whatever. pretty sure I said it. I'll check the Google Doc. Understood. All right, Aaron, oh, I was right. Aaron, how old are you? I am 15 years old. You are 15 years old. Yeah. And, uh, and so you probably will go down as, number one, the first female guest we have had on the Gospel Friends. Is that, is yeah. that true? Probably. And also probably so. the most mature guest we've ever had on <laughs> yep. the podcast. You're going to skew our listenership a little high there with uh, that, but we'll try. What? Well, I mean, our, most of our listeners are in, within the range of uh, fifth grade boys, and, and you, you're a little above that. So. Wow. so y'all are the Justin Bieber of podcasts? I like that. <laughs> I don't like that. That sounds worse than what we are. Okay, so here, um, here's the deal. I'm going to go ahead and say title. <laughs> you are the Justin Bieber of podcasts. I really, I really don't like that. I would prefer to be the Garth Brooks of podcasting. I don't know who that is. Well, if you acted like a man. Uh, ouch. How does that make you feel there, David? I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I'm not surprised that she doesn't know. Uh, do your parents let you listen to good music? <clears throat> wow, 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 wow. Nope. Walk away, Aaron. Walk away. You're in dangerous waters. Apparently not. Your parents oh. are also listeners of the podcast, Joshua and Jennifer. Dean. Shout out. Yes. Joshua Dean, we have had on our show before. It, listeners may remember him as the permaculture man. I'm sorry. That's right. Jennifer, we've not had on the podcast, but... Um, Her influence is felt far and wide. <laughs> just to actually kind of let everybody in. So Aaron's mom is shouted back to episode 69, the person who called me the worst human being on earth. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like my mom. After I tried to take what was rightfully mine. Mm. Oh, mm. Uh, no. what? Mm. A parking space. Oh, I would say that is, <laughs> well, here Did we you listen yeah, to that? You listen every week, right? McConnell oh I've ever heard. No. You, do you um, listen to podcasts every week, Aaron? I usually do it when I'm on the way to Auburn. 
Okay. Have you have you heard Ugh. the parking lot story? I've not heard this parking lot story. Oh, you story haven't? Okay. Well, no. then I can't get your opinion on it. Oh. Hey, someone ahead. stole something from me. This My mom stole a parking no, I'm not, spot from I, me? I, I, not no, your mom. An old grandmother no. was given a parking space, took it, and David took umbrage at that. That's how you know the what? story is. Go back and listen to episode... Uh, 66 maybe David you need to respect your elders Thank you <laughs> It's about time the worst human being in the world Are you talking about, Are you talking about Chase or Oh other, I think he just called you old Yeah I, he, I did. he did All right so so several months ago Aaron asked me I'd like to be on the podcast yeah. And so I gave her criteria I said if you will come up with a topic that will be interesting to people We'll let you on. And, and so you will cut this Something deal like that. I'm not sure that's how that story went. I'm pretty sure you lost my brothers. And well, that, so as that's how I'm for telling. That. That's how I'm telling. <laughs> well, I haven't heard <laughs> that story. Well, that <laughs> sounds really good. I didn't lose you her brothers. You lost some children? I didn't know. I didn't lose her brothers. They're still there. Story? They're still okay. There. They're there now. <laughs> Listen. Probably because you got Aaron involved. <laughs> no. I, I may, story, Aaron? I maintain. Um, we were having a party at uh, my house. And. Mr. David was supposed to be watching my two little brothers at the time, and he and one of the other ladies at our church went what? and... Wait, wait, hang on. Okay, keep going. <laughs> this, this story is getting really... So what I'm hearing you say is David and a woman who is not his wife. Okay, keep, keep going. <laughs> they uh, they were standing like with all the kids back at where like our rabbit cages are. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. so... You keep surprised. your children in cages? <laughs> no, rabbits. Yes. What? Anyway, so the we were walking away, and then I saw Mr. David and one of the other ladies from church coming up, and I was like, "Okay, where is Sam and Will?" And it was they like didn't know where my brothers were, and so my mom was joking around saying, "Now you get to have my daughter on the podcast because you lost." What do you say to that, David? So I think I understand why Aaron's mom calls you the worst human being ever. I, yeah, I don't think it has anything to do with the, the uh, parking spot. It's sometime before you leave. I maintain Aaron, we would like to uh, know the identity of this mystery. <laughs> I maintain that there was never a handoff to me, uh, except of, for the five other kids of these, over there. of these children. No one ever told me that I was to be watching. I was looking at the rabbits. <laughs> Okay. Which Joshua was raising to eat. We still haven't eaten any, so. Okay, well, regardless of all of that and how you got on here, what? Can we just talk real quick about the rabbit eating? <laughs> well, no, look. It's Joshua Dean. What do you expect? Yeah. Joshua's whole thing is that you don't have anything on a farm unless it's useful. I and think the rabbits are there to eat. Then I don't understand why a dog. Obfuscating David's flirty sort of losing of the children by the fact that somebody what? might eat a rabbit is a bad play. The kind of thing some sort of deceptive, lecherous individual would do. No one can see me Big right words. now, but I'm rubbing my eyes together. Do you I'm have just, a headache? Yes. From the conviction of sin? No. Because that's, that's often where headaches come from. Church discipline. Thank you, Aaron. That's exactly what I was thinking of. We, we call that elder justice around here. I think it's time to sound the elder justice horn. I'm you gonna, want me to play the, the I'm music? I'm going to go again? home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure you're going to be able okay, to well. go home after this. So what incarcerated for a little while. So what I was saying was, regardless of, of that, that, a lot of that was inaccurate, but it's okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I said, come up with a topic, mm-hmm. and you can be on the podcast. And so you took time to think it through. 
Mm-hmm. It took like two months. Like two months. <laughs> and you have come up with a topic, which, by the way, I think is a great topic. So why don't you kind of explain to everyone what, what you're going to – what we're going to be discussing tonight at your, uh, your leader leading. Um, well, I'm talking about teens and social media and that the, or the effects that social media has on teens. Awesome. Now, as a dad of a teenager, I'm assuming you're going to say that no teenage, or especially teenage girls, should have social media accounts of any kind. Is that oh, correct? Oh, Sounds yeah. Very oh wise. yeah, totally. Totally. Okay. Well, not great segment. Yeah, this is <laughs> really, really, really solid. <laughs> okay, dads, I think we got that one. Wrap wow. up. Let's go to the serial review. <laughs> please okay, no. so oh. please no. All right, so why don't why don't you give us some opening thoughts about uh, your social media user, right? Because otherwise, oh my gosh, yes. Okay, because I see your oh my Insta- gosh, yes. Instagram, Instagram. Uh, Which you never you like my there. photos. I'm kind of offended. Mr. Chase likes my photos. Why don't you? You know what? I'm I don't, glad you pointed that. I'm gonna be honest. With you. <laughs> let me let me let me let me look, tell you my social media um, folder here. Um, oh, gosh. Periscope. Okay. Instagram. Yes. LinkedIn. Uh, Facebook. Bleh. Pinterest. What? <laughs> Whoa, what? Uh, all right, just. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have read that one. I don't actually have <laughs> interest. Hey, okay, that's I, I don't actually have a Pinterest account, but it's um, yeah, pretending you don't know how to pronounce it is. But is my uh, my wife does, and uh huh, right. When we were mo- when we were remodeling the house that we're in now, mm-hmm. I was getting some ideas off of Pinterest. Don't blame it on her. And um, thank you. And I don't have call it Pinterest. I have, that's how they spell it. I have it's the not. most dangerous dangerous social media app there is. Twitter. No, I have Twitter as well Snapchat. and Facebook, but I have Snapchat, which oh. I never use. So then, why do you? Have- well, I'm actually going to talk about Snapchat a little good, bit. Good, good question oh, about I why I have it. Maybe Snapchat. I'll explain it earlier. So, so what are your so you talk to the ladies? What are your ma- near the rabbit cages? <laughs> what are your main uh, social media apps that you that you use? Well, my phone's plugged in, but I definitely I have. Instagram and Pinterest, which are totally like my main ones. Okay. And then there's this uh, social media site called Wattpad, and it's kind of like where you get together and you write write stories and mm, stuff. I'm familiar. So I share stories with friends. And <laughs> oh, um, never heard that. It was like kind of a creepy. And yeah, and I want I want to get a Tumblr, but I'm still thinking about it. What's Tumblr? I've Tumblr. Heard of that. It's um. It's a blog for cool people. <laughs> Why are you looking at me that way? <clears throat> because you, you sounded like one. a seventy-year-old. <laughs> What's Tumblr? Look, I have. Mr. Okay. Chase, you're very hip. Two, three, like, four, five. For do an not adult. encourage him. Do, do, that do not that encourage him. No, but seriously. Look, like, listen, Chase. Chase is he collects social media apps like I don't know, like no one's business. Like a very hip adult, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay, I, I just named you, seven that I have. I just I mean, like two of your no one, can maintain, you. no one can maintain that many social media accounts at one time. Which fairness, is Tumblr is not proof. for social media accounts. It's a blogging it's, platform uh, yeah. with social okay. media. So go ahead. What, what, what are your introductory introduction? I actually have an opening paragraph. Do you want me to just go ahead? That would be David? a good idea. <laughs> opening Love. paragraph is easier for David <laughs> to say than introductory. <laughs> introductory. There you go. Comments now say about Pinterest social media. Oh, am I going now? Because I feel like Mr. Nick's still talking. Uh, no, they're, oh, no they're, that, they will continually interrupt you. Okay. You to keep no, going. I'll okay. continually interrupt you, not her. Go ahead, Aaron. Let, let me give you a tip about podcasting. Who's interrupting okay. Aaron now? <laughs> uh, let me give you a tip about podcasting. This is straight from... I got a tip. No, no. 
Right. Here's the tip. This is how to make a good podcast with your friends. Right. Never stop talking. Okay. Just continually keep going. That's the David. That's the Rev Verbage. School I mean, of they podcasting. talk over you all the time. So they they try. Mm, okay. They try. Okay. Uh, no comment. What are your introductory comments <laughs> on this topic? Um, it's going to sound very prepared, which it is. Um, that is something very foreign to this show. God, what is this word? What is prepared? Preparation? Okay. What is that about? Okay. This will be fun. All right, y'all. Come on. <laughs> Listening. Let's get it together. She's giving, us, she's giving us orders on our own podcast. <laughs> y'all. That's brassy. We like brassy around okay. here. Okay. Go ahead. Um, social media is definitely a huge part of any teen's life from... 13 to 19, you know, graduating um, with all of the social media sites like Tumblr and Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter. Um, we kind of use it to show our creativeness and our personalities. But with that, you know, comes the criticism and judgment of other teens because, frankly, we're pretty mean. And so that's kind of like a huge part of a teen's life, like I said, is posting our lives on social media all right so now first of all as like my first response as a dad right i am social media really concerns me Mm -hmm. Uh, so right now none of none of my kids have a social media account um and and so um you know and there are certain ages that we're allowing them to get certain things but i've not We've not wandered into social media yet. Makes me nervous. <laughs> um, it, and there are social media dangers for for everyone, including oh, yeah. you know adults, not just not just teens. But there, I have concerns about them using it because of um, uh, the obvious dangers that can come with it. Yeah. So, so what, what are your thoughts there about you know a right use by teenagers of social media or you know, for, you know, just the concerns that parents would have about teenagers using social media. What are, what are your thoughts? Um, well, with the, the concerns, I would just say, like, what you're doing with, like, giving them ages that they can get certain things, it really does make sense. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, I think all I would say is that there are things on social medias that can be dangerous, um, but you really have to be able to be open with your kids about that. Um, like my parents have told me a lot of like the stories and all that stuff of like what happens when teens get too involved in like the bad aspects of social media. Um, like there was one guy, I don't remember his name. Oh, Kobe Pearson. Um, he conducted an experiment to see like how easily girls ages 12 to 14 would be convinced to meet up with a stranger they met online. Mm-hmm. And the parents gave him permission to do this. And they were like, no, my child would never you know, meet up with these strangers. And they tested it on three girls and every single one of them went and met with this person. And it was an really? older guy pretending to be a 15-year-old boy. So that was really, like, shocking for their parents. Okay, so so you are, for for me, one of the more mature 15-year-olds <laughs> that I've ever met. So kudos to you or your mom or whatever's led to some of that maturity. You're well-versed in the gospel. 
Um, and, uh, and so, you know, in, in, in my mind, you probably have kind of a wise approach to social media use, but just trying to kind of hone in on, on what has helped you. The first thing I heard you say is that your parents were very open about the dangers. Yeah. So they talked to you very openly about those things. Yeah. What else, what else do you think helps you? Stay grounded and make wise choices as far as social media goes. Well, I've always lived in like neighborhoods that would be typically typically considered for like kids to be bad influencing neighborhoods. Um, not really like the ghetto, but like kind of weird neighborhoods. And so I've always seen like the effects that bad things on the internet can do to good kids. And so that's kind of like helped me through that. And then with being a child of split parents um, and going to like my dad's and like seeing kids there that like aren't ingrained in the gospel, it's kind of been like an eye opening thing for me. Okay. I got kind of a specific follow up question to that. Um, I, uh, I am pretty heavily involved in social media. I value it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can, I can get lost in it and, and I think it, it can become, uh, I, I think it can become idolatrous in my life. I'm not sure it's always idolatrous for me, but here's the thing. I've been involved in social media long enough to know that there is no way to protect your eyes from seeing things that are extremely inappropriate, whether it be through Snapchat, whether it be through Instagram, whether it be through Facebook or whatever. Even if you are not looking for extremely inappropriate things, you're going to see them. It's not going to be an everyday thing, but it's it's going to happen. So I got a two-part question for you. The first part is how do you personally deal with it when you see something that is that you know is a tremendous temptation or a tremendously bad thing for you to see? What what's your tactic? What do you do? Well, I'm not like really good at prayer. Like I just I have a really hard time just praying. So my thing is I I love to talk. I like to talk a lot. So I just regular talk. Good. Oh my gosh. Um I just regular talk to God a lot. And so that really helps me because if I'm on that conversation basis, then if I see something bad, then I can like kind of take it to God and be like, "Okay, what do I need to do?" And so one thing I did when I was younger was like I I followed like everybody on Instagram and I wasn't like there were things like cuss words and things like that that weren't good for like a 12 year old to see. (laughs) And so I took it to God and but like I didn't do anything about it, I guess, because I was a lot more immature, but. God kind of answered that. Like my mom found it on my Instagram and like deleted it from my phone. So I think that really helped me. And I didn't get it back till like a year later. Do your parents have access to all your social media accounts? We actually have something called web safety on my phone. 
that like my dad can see all of my Instagram posts and okay. my mom follows me on Instagram. So okay. she sees all my stuff. So say, I think, I think that's really, um, I think that's really smart. Did, did you, have you ever had any pushback from that? Like, did you argue with your parents about that? Um, um, or did you understand why they, why they take that approach? I mean, at first it was kind of like, oh my gosh, like you don't trust me to be responsible with it, blah, 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 blah. But then like, as I read all these articles about kids who, you know, were responsible with it and then fell trapped to all kinds of like bad things on the internet, I realized, hey, this is actually like a really good thing. Okay. So what do you think came first? Was it kind of the the trust of your parents or the realization that this is a, this is a dangerous place. Dangerous place. So, and I, I am thinking of it from a, a parental perspective and, you know, we have all of us at the table have some kids that are younger than, than Aaron. And yeah. I know I was joking with Aaron last night, but Mag, my daughter Maggie thinks a lot of you. And so I'm thankful that she has older girls in her life that she would probably go, okay, well, Aaron, didn't mind her dad and mom having this access, so I won't. But but for parents out there that, that don't, is there something, is there a strategy that you think may be able to, the parents to employ, rather than go, see, this article says I'm right. See this article. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's not going to work. Right. Um, but do you think there is something different your parents could have done earlier on that could have helped increase that trust? Or, you know, do you think there was something they did that, once you kind of saw this for yourself, enabled you to trust them quicker or caused you to trust them quicker. If that makes sense. You know how like a lot of teenagers say like, you need to let me figure it out. And like, I need to go through it first and blah, 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 which like I get. So that's kind of part of it, but it's also a, like me and my mom kind of have like a really good relationship in mm-hmm. that I talk to her like all the time mm-hmm. about a lot of stuff. And not a lot of moms and daughters have that relationship. But I think that like, if a parent tried to develop that relationship with their child and like told them, I do trust you, but I also know that people in the world are not Mm -hmm. good Mm -hmm. and they will try to show you things and it kind of has to be open like you can't close your kids off from that forever. You kind of have to open yourself up to them and tell them about these things. Sure, and that's and I guess that's one of the things that that scares me. I see a lot of people that are becoming parents that are my age. Um, I'm 34. David's 37, I believe. And so a lot of us have friends. Um, Chase that, is 47. Whoa. That is a lie. <laughs> oh Chase gosh. is probably in his 30s too, just based on the math of the things. Maybe slightly above that, but not 47. <laughs> what have I done? What have I done? I don't, you started something. But um, a lot of my friends became parents young. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no one is ever ready to be a parent when they have kids. It's something you have to learn as you go. Um, but at the same time, I have seen, in a lot of cases, a desire to be a friend first. Yeah. And so where do you think um, – that communication maybe sometimes was good versus sometimes maybe too much trying to be a friend and not enough trying to be a mom. And I, and I asked that question saying 
unequivocally, I have nothing but the utmost respect for your mom. But as parents, we all have wins and we all have things we need to improve on. But yeah. so. Um, the first thing, like when you first said that, I thought of like Gilmore Girls. Okay. And how their relationship was definitely more of a friend relationship. Mm-hmm. And that was definitely due to the fact that, you know, Lorelai was really young mm-hmm. when she had a kid. But that's like kind of where it's hard to draw that line okay because yes my mom is my friend but she's also my mom Mm -hmm. and so since i am not a parent i can't you know decide where that line is and y'all are acting really childish oh my gosh wow (laughs) you're schooled she was talking to y'all she was nick just poured water in my lap okay technically just on his leg oh continuing with the story um So, like, it is kind of hard to find Mm -hmm. that balance, but I would definitely think you'd want to be more parent than friend, because we always need a parent, Mm -hmm. and I've got plenty of friends, Mm -hmm. so. So, but you still think that parents can build that trust that's not just a, because I said so, but value opinion, value perspective. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I think growing up, I mean, my dad, I was only child. I would have called my dad and did for years, my best friend. Mm -hmm. But he was always my dad first, and I knew that. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it was – there was never – for me, there was never a confusion there. Yeah. He was my friend. I I probably wanted to talk to him more than anyone else up until I met Allison, um, spend time with him more than anyone else probably up until I met Allison. And and I had really good friends that were my age, but I just – enjoyed my time with my dad but again he was my father and i knew that and um you know i've tried to mimic that whatever he did i've tried to mimic that with my kids because he did it very well Mm -hmm. and i guess i responded to it very well all right so back to social media Let let me let me let's approach it this way help me like i know what i think's the benefit of social media for me um so there, there are several things from a Facebook perspective. There, there's, and maybe even from Twitter. And those are the two that I use the most. Twitter's my primary social media that I use. Um, there's, I enjoy the connectedness, uh, especially with people who I couldn't meet otherwise. And and uh, you know, I follow people who are somewhat like minded. We have you know good gospel conversations or discussions back and forth, and um, and. I enjoy meeting people from all over, and I don't use Facebook that same way, but Facebook does allow some connectedness with people that I don't see very often, family and things like that. So I would say for me, that's probably the primary uses that I have, also information gathering, because I I can read a lot of blogs, I can see a lot of articles and and just stories on Twitter that I wouldn't maybe wouldn't see elsewhere. Um, So I get that, but for... Let's say for teenagers, you know, what is – because I'm personally not moved as a parent by I should have this because everyone else has it. Yeah, like that, that That doesn't move – that doesn't sway me. Yeah. What, what would you say is the benefit? You're 15 years old. I don't know when you got your first social <laughs> media account. Oh, goodness. But what would you say is the benefit for a 15-year-old in having – in being active on social media to some degree? Well, for me, it's definitely I can connect with people that I don't really see a whole lot anymore. 
um, people that I went to church with in the past, um, people that I lived in Auburn with before we moved. War Eagle. Oh, goodness. At a point. <laughs> <laughs> um, and keeping that connectedness, like you said, and being able to interact with people. But also for me, it's kind of like being an artist, although like I'm terrible, I'm, I'm terrible at drawing or anything like that. And I can kind of take my creativity out on Instagram and Pinterest and things like that. Like if you look at a teenage girl's Instagram, her pictures are going to be very filtered and we're going to use like Insta size and all this stuff to make them look pretty. So that's kind of like what I think social media does for me. And I know that like I had a blog at one point and I still do. And like, I kind of use it to share my opinion about news stories and kind of share like Bible verses and all that cool stuff. So. Okay. By the way, um, I'm, I'm looking at my Instagram now and actually, uh, you're a good friend and also daughter of Chase, but I'm not going to mention her name because I'm not <laughs> actually sure that she wants to, um, be mentioned. But anyway, Chloe, Johnson, uh, Chloe. okay. She liked like 19 of my pictures yesterday on, on Instagram. So whoa. thank you for finding my Instagram account, uh, unnamed Thompson child. Now, now David, <laughs> let me ask you this. You're not very social media savvy. So yeah. do you understand what you're supposed to do given that she liked 19 of your pictures? Follow her. I, Sorry. I just followed her. Sorry. I just hit follow. You, you follow I am now, and I am her 663rd follower. That's pretty good. Um, but what do you do in addition to that? Um, I ignore everything she's posted. No. Whoa. No, you are floundering here. What oh. you're supposed to do is go like 19 okay. plus of her pictures. <gasps> Mr. You Chase. reciprocate. You can't just like the pictures with your daughter in them. No, no, I'm not saying that. Chloe liked 19. Oh, I didn't. I On did. mine. Oh, I didn't. Oh my. Oh wow. I totally That's didn't. so offended. Okay, I'm going to find I'm going to find a picture. Oh, you know what? Look, Chloe has a picture of TCBY yogurt <laughs> in waffle cones, and I love TCBY, so I'm going to like that one. Okay, good. Now you owe her 18. I give Where the, is that? I give it the heart, right? Oh, I see. Oh, that looks okay. really good. I'm going to keep Whoa. looking. I'm going to keep looking for other things to to uh to heart. On to the heart? Instagram account. Oh, you're okay. hurting my soul, man. Right. While, while, while David is <laughs> trying to understand Instagram and grasp that, uh, I want to follow up with a question I asked you earlier, Aaron. Um, okay, so knowing that you're going to see some things on Tumblr, you're going to see some things on Instagram, you're going to see some things on Facebook, Twitter, etc. Accidentally, you know, not even that right. you're looking for. If you're mm-hmm. looking for it, it's going to be even easier. But mm-hmm. you're going to see some things that are are dangerous, that, that are potentially soul-destroying, soul-tugging. And, and I say this from the perspective of a guy that uh, when I was a teenager, I was hooked on pornography. I didn't, I didn't set out to become hooked on pornography. It, it happened one uh, inadvertent glance at a time. You know, one magazine you find in the road here, one thing there that you see, and pretty soon it, it, it's there is an addictive quality to it. So you answered earlier your, the, the question of what do you do about that. Your answer was a great one. You pray. Uh, as a parent, you know, as a teenager who is very social media savvy, what would you say to a parent? 
What would you say to them, this is the best way to protect your son or daughter that's a teenager without being overbearing? So rightly balancing protection on the one side and avoiding being that overbearing sort of parent that, you know, you always feel like they're totally breathing down your throat. Well, I think it definitely comes down to like the heart, because when you're a teenage girl, you you always want or you have that image of like the dream guy that you would want to, you know, love you. And you kind of have to explain that since you want to have this relationship with this person and love this person that you kind of have to save like your thoughts and keep yourself pure from pornography and all of that um because a lot of like the things you hear from teachers and people who are like famous in the bible culture and stuff like that um they kind of talk about how pornography and such give you false expectations on marriage and dating and all of this stuff. So that's something that you would definitely have to explain to your child is by seeing these things and looking for these things, you're setting yourself up for heartbreak in the future. And that's it. That's all I got. That's good. <laughs> I'm going to kind of flip that a, a little bit um, without sounding totally chauvinist um and it's not to say that that particular road can't be found for a female as well the thing i i'm concerned about for my daughters is and it's kind of how you described um instagram you know your instagram you use it um it's an outlet for creative expression um you know sometimes blogs are used to sometimes express things that you wouldn't necessarily talk to someone about and i know it's it's an irony that you're saying i'm not going to talk to somebody but i'm going to put it on the internet where anyone can read it but there's that anonymity and things like that um i guess one of my concerns is you begin building these relationships this trust with someone that you may not really know um and you begin opening yourselves up to folks that you may not know and in that community um yes you may find some solace but you may also find those emotional things you may find um, some darkness or hurt or pain that me as a father, I understand there's going to be hurt and pain that my kids are going to have through both sons and daughters. Um, but, but I want to protect them from what I can, um, understanding they're going to encounter it. So how would you kind of talk through that with parents or kind of what, what as a dad that my daughter wants a, a blogger account or Tumblr or whatever. I don't think bloggers are around as much anymore, but mm-hmm. WordPress.com. <clears throat> WordPress. Don't start with me. Don't start with me. Bloggers bigger than WordPress. Who are you, me? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> let's let's go technology for technology and see who wins this fight, one, David. Fight. Um, but, you know, understanding the nature of the different online journals and things like that, mm-hmm. um, some of the things I see there are very gut-wrenching. Yeah. And... I would much rather Maggie have you or even Anna or, or Lisa or, you know, some of the other d- different kind of mentor like, like ladies in the church that she's having those discussions with than the internet. So I think what I would say is there has to be a certain level of trust mm-hmm. between you and your child. But also like with me, one thing I blogged about was like, um, a racial 
mm. thing that just like really bothered me. Mm-hmm. And you know, being both racist, it's mm-hmm. like, uh, like what do you do? But like, I couldn't imagine talking about that just like in passing with a friend. Mm-hmm. But I can talk all day long about the bakery that was closed for, you know, not serving homosexual couple. Does that make Mm -hmm. any sense? Like, there are some things that I can talk about with my friends that's just like, oh, my gosh, like, what do we do about this as believers? Mm -hmm. But then there are some things that, like, I just want to be able to get off my chest. And and again, with respect, understanding that perspective, is that not something that a physical journal or a – a private journal on your computer or even, you know, not to get too churchy, but going to the Lord. And, and I, I know you admitted prayer is difficult for you. Prayer is not my strength either. But going to the Lord in prayer about it, is that not – would that not be an a adequate avenue to point our children to? Um, it, it definitely would. If your kid is good at keeping up with the journal, like that's – I mean mm-hmm. that's a great avenue. But like I've never – I'm pretty sure I have three journals at home mm-hmm. that all are all from the year 2013 mm-hmm. and I can never finish one. I can never keep up with one, mm-hmm. but having like blogger, mm-hmm. I have the blogger app on my phone mm-hmm. and like I blog on that. And so it's, it really depends on your child and who they are. Mm-hmm. Like if they're super tech savvy, I mean, mm-hmm. like you guys are, except for well, Mr. David, thank you. um, <laughs> If they're super uh, tech-savvy like y'all, then I think a blog would be a better route. But, like, if they're good with keeping up with journals and such, then that's definitely yeah. a good way to go. And, and I'll, I'll freely admit, the, the thing I'm worried about, I'm not worried about Maggie posting pictures of her soccer team or Seth posting pictures of, you know, you know, Minecraft games they're playing with. <laughs> That's not the stuff I'm worried about them posting. I, you know, I would be conscientious of, you know, who are these people that they don't know they're following. Things I'll be conscientious of that. The things that would make me nervous it would be if Maggie had a Tumblr and, yeah. you know, the things she's posting on there that she's not post. You, you know, that she's not talking to Lisa and I about. She's not praying about, and the type of attention from people with nefarious intentions that that would. Whose attention that that that's my concern as a dad, and and that may just be my concern, but that's that would be what would make me kind of go, whoa, what yeah. are we doing? That, so I don't know. Well, I, I have two answers for that. One is with websites and social media like Tumblr. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, you're anonymous unless you make yourself known. True. Like that's the thing about Tumblr that I hear about the most is you can talk about these things and say these things and get support Mm -hmm. from your community, Mm -hmm. the Tumblr community. Mm -hmm. And so that's definitely a good route. And yes, like people can say hurtful things Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Um, As a person who has had to deal with hurtful words Mm -hmm. and such, like I get that. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, I forgot my second thing. It's okay. But yeah, I, I can totally get the, being worried about what they don't talk to you about Mm -hmm. um but like that's definitely something that you and your child would have to work on yeah and being comfortable enough around each other for that like i just had a discussion with josh i think it was last week Mm -hmm. about guys Mm -hmm. and like i can only imagine how that went he was actually really good about it it was was good yeah and so 
I would freak out. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> if if your daughter had yeah, a discussion with you about that, so. um, it's coming, brother. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. <laughs> Let's move on. Back to Aaron. Not a lot later. All right. I'm just, I'm we'll, we'll, have, we'll get to that. We'll, <laughs> we'll cross that bridge. I'm not going to say that. On the, so here's here's one thought, and, and I do want your perspective on this. At this mm-hmm. time, um, Maggie doesn't have an online Nick's account. Nick's talked more on this show than he has in any previous episode. It's awesome. I'm that's not true. That. The free um, Nick people are going to be. That's not true. Extremely <laughs> happy. There's not an account Maggie has, and there's very uh, there's only two or three of them, I think, that Lisa and I don't have access to. And so what would what would your – thoughts be to the parent that basically says look you know i know you've got tumblr it's your deal but i'm gonna I, i'm gonna want to make sure because there are here's the thing with twitter with tumblr with all of these services there are mechanisms for private messaging and talking about the dude who who was able to lure the three kids um how would a parent approach that in a way that wouldn't just be and and force their kids farther into hiding and push back because because here's the thing kids can find a way around their parents yeah view so so how would a parent approach their child about something like that having access not saying i'm going to monitor it not saying i'm going to be you know i'm not going to be snooping on everything you do but i'm going to make sure you're safe how would a parent approach that without wow that's great how would a parent approach that without just causing their kid to push them further back and does that make sense yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Um, you're oh, out of questions after this one. That is hard. Maybe. He's got the good ones, though. Sorry. You haven't said like any questions. I haven't been able to. Just want to let Nick's you know. has been talking the whole time. Anyway. <sighs> um, this is how I feel all the time. <laughs> um, you know, there is a certain level of privacy that mm-hmm. you want to give your kid, or at least I would assume you would want to and then there's the certain level of privacy that the kid wants from you mm-hmm. like i know that if my parent went what, how much i want to give her or how much i know <laughs> i have to give her um <laughs> yeah we're like a house of zero privacy so i just just ah see that for the kids. hurts my soul i'm sorry i told you david you need to put the doors back on the bedroom <gasps> what our door ha- our bedroom has a door oh this so. is really sad i can't imagine what i do without my door we're we're not allowed to close doors if you're under the age of 37 in our house. But anyway, go ahead. That's that's neither here nor there. Go ahead. Miss Allison's well, but, like 27, though. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Y'all quit distracting the young lady. Let okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, oh, man. What was... Chase, is your arm getting tired, buddy? What was the you question? You better believe it is. The question. Oh, privacy thing. The privacy. The privacy yeah. thing. I... Would imagine like if my parents went into my room and got my journal and like read through it, mm-hmm. like okay, that's that's a bit much. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there is you know you want to protect your child and all of that. Um, the first thing I can think of is again building that relationship, but making them understand that you're checking it. Not because you want to be all up in their business mm-hmm. and all that stuff, but like showing them these articles where, I mean, a guy has messaged mm-hmm. them that they don't know. Right. And you're just like, I don't think that, 
I think you're smart enough Mm -hmm. that you won't fall prey to that, but I still want to be able to stop it as soon as it starts. Yeah. And I'm going to defer to Chase because he's got fault. But that's what scares me is I was was the kid that, you know, I was in high school, had my own website. It was a blog. And and my my parents would have been clueless on how to get to any of it, would have never had any idea. Mm -hmm. And – and I have no problem with my kids having ways to express themselves and things like that. It's just my issue is the protection. It's it's that creeper dude who finds their, their tumbler and goes, oh, I've got a story that will get this kid. That's what scares me to death. All right. So I have a question from our Periscope audience for you, Aaron. Oh, um, and then I have a follow-up and a kind of story to share on on the whole privacy thing. Question is, what hey, is if y'all most- need me, I'm I'm gonna be outside. No, you get you get okay. Just just take a take a breather. Bye, bye, Felicia. <laughs> what is the most um, used social media app among your peers? Is it Ubu? Is it oh. Kick? Is it Snapchat? Is it Instagram? Okay, MySpace. Oh my totally goodness! MySpace. Yes, <gasps> yes. <gasps> I just died. Well, that's not a, that's not good. Oh, Our first female no. guest has just no passed. Oh, MySpace never ever ever again. No, um, my mom actually had a MySpace. Just a little nice. tidbit for you I guys. Think all of us had a MySpace. Oh yeah, look, we're um, old enough to have had one. Okay, Facebook is definitely the least used. Least I would used. think. Okay, Facebook in, is out. My friends with the teen set. Well, that's just great. Uvu. <laughs> I mean, we gave it to you, parents. So. We got it. Y'all came and took over. Thanks a lot. (laughs) Um, Uvu, we use that on and off. Like, I had it, and then I deleted it. And then my friends were like, hey, let's Uvu. And so I downloaded it back, and now I deleted it again. Um, The most used, I would have to say, among girls, it's Instagram. But guys, it's Facebook. Okay. But Facebook is... In the teen community altogether is like not used a whole lot. All right, so so not Kick, not uh, Snapchat. Kick is kind of used when you don't have an iPhone. Okay. Hmm. Ooh, ouch! Don't have an iPhone. Yeah, and okay. then Snapchat. You know, it's the new big thing. Like a lot of people want it and get it, um, but it's around a lot of people. Like you don't hear as much about it around hmm. teens that much anymore okay cool all right here's my, what do you here's think about my that, David? privacy <laughs> anecdote and, and then uh uh i guess we'll we'll move on um my one of my daughters who i, 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 I uh, do have a question remain before we move anonymous on. what i'm just letting you know i have i do have a question before we move on okay we'll we'll vote on that uh one of our, one of my daughters what, what happened to my podcast <laughs> remain Aaron uh, came. You came to realize it's not your podcast. <laughs> was a uh, was a user of Uvu, mm-hmm. and uh, every now and then I check up on them. I, I kind of th- there's got to be a balance between privacy and protection, right. and I don't know if I strike that balance really well. My daughter would say I do not. She would <laughs> say I, I I am too much towards protection, but uh, I, I will say I try sincerely to strike the proper balance. Well, one night I was checking out the Uvu and I saw some mes- messages from a, uh, a British guy um, asking the kind of questions that as a guy myself, I immediately knew he was um, a predator. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was indeed trying to get her to um, do various things. I mean, there was no uh, there was no terrible language in it, but I could tell where it was going. So I messaged him and said, "Hey, if you message my daughter again, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna contact the authorities." And, and sure enough, he ended up being a predator. I don't know what level of predator or whatever, but all that to just to say that every social media network out there is going to have guys. Uh, men generally, some guys, but mainly men, that are looking for young teenagers to to prey upon. Um, and and so I would say, if you're a parent that's listening to this, be vigilant. There 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 is an overvigilance, and I I don't know where that line is, but there is also an undervigilance. So be vigilant. And if you're a teenager that's listening to this, it is not in our heart as adults or as as parents to spend all of our time policing y'all. We don't have time for that. We don't want to do that, but we want to be vigilant. So that's that's my statement. Teenagers, be open to that and help your parents understand when they're being overprotective. Um, what's, what's your admonition to the parents and adults listening to this well first thing i want to say to you personally mr chase is this anonymous daughter you speak of is in the conversations we've had about it because a lot of teenage girls talk about like oh my gosh like this dude was super creepy and like i know he's a creeper um with your daughter i would just want to encourage you and say i have seen more maturity in her than most teenage girls are Huh? And I'm not saying that because. Are we, know, we talking about the same person? Yes, yes. Chase, Chase, don't starts, be so surprised. Starts with a C. Um, I'm just kidding. Since she's sitting over there in the corner. Yeah. I'm messing with I'm her. not saying this because you're right there, Chloe, although I know you love me. Um, <laughs> Hoping nobody finds out who she is. Yeah. Right. But Because she's not a big fan of this show. Right. I don't understand. How Which do you I, not like the Gospel Friends? I don't get Thank that. Thank you. I love Hall of Dogma. I don't get like, that. I creep on y'all all the time on my mom's Facebook. Sorry. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think it's the proper thing to say. All of Dogma is awesome. Um, it's entertaining. Yeah. Um, but she is definitely one of the smarter girls in our group when it comes to creepy guys on Instagram, Uvu, anything like that. Well, that she- is good to know. Down with creepers. <laughs> All right, David. Down you have your show creepers. back. Is it my turn to talk again? No. Uh-uh. Just for now. A couple of things that have happened while – you guys were doing whatever you were doing. First of all, Chloe started following me on Instagram. So oh. good job, Chloe. Secondly, I liked photos on both Chloe's <gasps> site and your, your, your site. And it, they, they were mainly One, food two, photos. Three, four, nice. Five, if I saw food, I, I hit eight, like eight. third, your dad, what's your dad's name? Uh, Wesley. Wesley. You okay. Liked so that Wesley, oh my God. Wesley looks like the general. <laughs> oh. Have y'all never oh. seen my dad let's before? See, let's see. Well, where, where would we have seen him? What? I mean, no, we want video games and everything. Oh my I mean, gosh, he does look Shout like out, the Dad. Love wow. you. Yeah. Wesley looks like At the least general. To a degree. They both have beards. I've seen the general. Oh, he shaves it in the summer. That, yeah. That's that's pretty amazing. Um, okay, so, and then I have one more question for you before we get out of this segment. We need to do a serial <laughs> review, and we're going to let Aaron join us. Woo-hoo. But I, I will say, in this conversation for another day, I don't, I, I wouldn't agree with the terminology. Chase, that we have to balance between privacy and protection. I think it's a sliding scale for me. My view, it's a sliding scale 
as your children are getting older. So balance has the idea of it of 50-50. And I just, quite honestly, I just don't think it's 50-50 it's like at, younger, at younger teenage, uh, in, in the younger teenage years. But I do think as that, as the kids grow up, that that, that scale will slide or need to slide. Uh, th- anyway, that's that's just that's yes, my I'm not that's my view. Okay, mm. uh, the, way, the general <clears throat> called you out. What did he say? He said all black people look alike. <gasps> but I suspect there was a bit of Wait, sarcasm. Did he? Oh, he? oh, he said all black people look alike. Half black person on the podcast here. Thanks yeah. very much. So yeah, you tell him, Aaron. Okay, come at me, bro. <laughs> okay, look. <laughs> Look, General, this looks like you. And it has nothing to do with it. It, it just looks like you. Okay. Um, Said the white guy. Here's the. Here's here's maybe probably the final question for this segment. Uh, one of my concerns about social media use beyond what what we've been discussing, the security issue, is that. For many teenagers, it seems that becomes the prime communication method. When I was a youth pastor, I would have youth in my youth group who, if if we tried to have a deep conversation in person, they didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But then they would go home and they would text, yeah. and, and they would have long text conversations. And that, that was their preferred method. They were more comfortable with that. When you... You see families, you'll see them go out to eat, and you'll see teenagers who are at a table with their phone, not engaging with their parents, not talking. And and to be fair, there are parents who do the same thing. They, they engage on their phone and don't talk in their family. So one of my concerns about social media from an adult uh, position is just too much distraction and – and ruining communication in a family. From a teenager perspective, it is losing the art of face-to-face conversations. Now, for you, you don't have that issue in in my book. I mean, you carry on conversations very well, talk in person very well, and you seem to really enjoy that. How how do you think, assuming you agree with my premise, uh, and you might not, but assuming you agree with the premise, how would you say, like, how do you... How does a teenager maintain being able to have face-to-face communication and, and not allow social media to become th- that place where they're just – that's the most comfortable way they communicate? Oh, that's deep. Okay. Um, I think that it definitely depends on the teen. Like I have always grown up around adults. Um Either, you know, the kids my age were bad influences or they lived far away. So, like, I've always kind of had that relationship with adults and kind of listened to their conversations and such. Um, But, like, the teens who walk around, like, the grocery store with their phone in their hand and, like, texting and stuff, I do that all the time. Um the other day I was walking around in Kroger and saw four teenage girls walking around with Snapchat, just Snapchatting people. Kroger? We're not in <laughs> Illinois. Um, Get near the mic. Kroger's Chase. in Auburn, too. Get near the mic. Oh, Auburn. Yeah. Might as well be Illinois. <laughs> that should be the slogan of Auburn. Sir, sir that's where I was born. To be, okay. f- to be fair, adult, <laughs> adults do that as well, I think. Yeah, um, we do. Um, it really like depends on the setting. Like with the youth group thing you were talking about, I think that 
is more a, oh my gosh, like I'm around a bunch of other people, a bunch of other teens, like they're all going to judge me. What do I do? And when you're in a group message or you're texting someone, you don't really have that face-to-face intimidation that you do with texting. Like if we were, if we were sitting here with like, thousands of people behind us i would be dying right now like this that would just not be my comfort zone but there's thousands of people you just I can't see stop them. okay stop as chase puts the camera in good the job david no, it's not thousands it's not thousands thousands <laughs> on periscope not today anyway um anyway so it's tens of thousands who will download the show though Y'all when do we eat cereal? We're about, to, we're, about to, <laughs> we're about to eat cereal. That's um, exactly how the audience feels. Oh. Okay, where was I going with this? Snapchat y'all are like my brothers. You were just, I think y'all the last like thing you were brothers. saying was that, that maybe Hold on real quick. That's a pretty good title right there. What is the oldest age of one of your brothers? Three. <laughs> She's not talking to me. I'm the cameraman. Okay. Okay. I'm the three-year-old at least. Gabe, I'm the most mature. Will, Samuel. Wait, which one's Will? Dang it. The youngest? You. Is he the youngest? No, Will's the middle child. Okay. I get him confused. Yes, baby Gabe is the youngest. Is the you perfect get him one. Confused yes. And you lose him. <laughs> I didn't say you were perfect. I said Gabe was perfect. But you you related me to him, so I, I'm taking I, it. The one that I, I didn't lose them. They were never <laughs> they, There you go. Well Nick's been working. <laughs> so it's it's okay. <laughs> At least I'm not full of it anymore. Wow. All right, so maybe we should go to the cereal. I think, though, you were saying that... Snapchat Kroger. I think that you were saying that it's easier for... You were talking about in the youth group, it might have been easier for them to talk over text because there weren't people right there with them. Um, You're you're saying your youth weren't people? Oh. That's what I heard. Oh, my goodness. You said it might be easier for them to talk in text because they weren't people. (laughs) Because there weren't... There were not people... There, is that, oh, this is there was fun. not people. There were not people around. Yeah, that's what you were saying. I was trying to get you back on track. Well, and, right. and maybe that that wall of the keyboard versus face to face. Face to face emotion sometimes can be difficult. Um, you also have to think about like, okay, if you looked at Mr. David and we're going to have a conversation with him, I'm pretty sure the first thing in your mind wouldn't be, "Oh my gosh, like this giant zit on my face is like." awful and then i'm like my hair is all over the place zoom in on that and stop no i wasn't saying he has it oh no gosh no who had the zit one time on the show no. that we talked about that was you, you. your mom yeah it was Chase. Whoa. Go in, Aaron. Don't interrupt. he had the, he had the zit anyway on his face thank i remember you. that Shh. she's talking sorry ladies first thank you oh i should probably let mr david go first then wow <laughs> wow you fit in well anytime anytime well Seriously, she I needs to be think, the replacement whenever the general like. So I don't. Her and the general need to alternate. That's the. I, I don't that's think it. all of that was. I mean, because we we could talk privately. I, I do get your point there. I think, but there was. It, it seemed even with private conversations that they they struggled. But I just think there there was. It seems to be an ease that teenagers use discuss things over social media. Yeah. And, and and I do think you're right, or, or whoever said it, that that face to face maybe that was you, Nick, but face to face communication is difficult and some people just don't do it well even adults don't do well to be able to just talk to somebody it's a little easier for them to do that 
through a letter, old school, or through an email, or through text. But I do think it's important, and I think that's one of the, the main concerns that I have with um, – I really want my kids to learn the art of communication without it just always being through text message or, or, or email or things like that. Well, you also have to like think about anonymous daughter. Correct me if I'm wrong. We – our group of friends that go to Bible study together – we had a conversation with these people over Instagram, I think. We talked about a famous YouTuber who came out on YouTube and said that he was homosexual. And we talked with a person on Instagram about how, like, we love this YouTuber. Like, he's funny. We just think he's awesome. But despite that, we couldn't agree with his life choices. And we never would have been able to have that conversation with that person off the internet because i mean we don't know them granted we have conversations like that all the time i promise we don't braid each other's hair and paint each other's nails all the time but that's what chase and nick do when they get together (laughs) 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 but anyway you you kind of have to find that balance of you know we're always going to be a part of social media i mean like you said even adults are ingrained into social media more and more adults are getting on instagram and stuff yeah hey look i think it's uh, it's beneficial i just think they're for even for adults it chase uh it's funny because he's putting he's doing periscope right now but i remember last year we were at a um uh i think we all went to the barons game went to a baseball game in town and there was a big fireworks show and i was videoing it and uh, with my phone, and, and maybe I was going to take uh, Instagram uh, of the fireworks. And you jokingly walked up behind me and said, live in the moment, McConnell. Um, my mom says that all the time. But there is a degree that even – so adults are constantly worried about getting the right picture for Instagram or texting someone to tell them what's happening or looking at Facebook to see what's going on in other people's lives. And – and all those things are fine. It's just that there's – you miss. You can easily miss what's around you, what's going on in your own life, um, just the pictures, the mental pictures that you can you can take of the moment. And and I think that fear – it's just – it's kind of the dark side to me of social media and technology. And I think the younger you get started with technology and social media – the longer you'll have to develop some of those bad habits. So I just think it's a thing that everybody has to watch out for, but I think parents have to help their kids with that. Yes, ma'am. Um, I want to raise my hand. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm still in high school. Don't judge me. Um, what you just said about living in the moment. Oh, that's what I was going to talk about. Have you ever seen the like look up video on YouTube? I don't remember who showed me that. Who showed me that video? It was all about like, this guy walking down the street with his iPhone in his hand and then this girl walks up the street with her iPhone in her hand and they bump into each other, say, they, say they're sorry and get back on their phones. Mm. And then it plays a different scenario where they're just walking along off their phones and like it goes through their life story and like they get married and they have kids and all that stuff. And it was called Look Up hmm. or something like that. Who showed me that video? I don't know. What that sounds like a very poignant video. <gasps> but I think I, I know who I, showed me that video. Chase? Me? Yeah. It was at your house. I was spending the night with Chloe. Oh, yeah. And you showed me that video because you were like, 
y'all are on your phones. Come watch this video. And Miss Janet was like, you do need to watch this. Chloe, you need to get off your phone. That sounds just like Janet. <laughs> and so, <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> it doesn't sound like her at all. doesn't sound like her at all. And so, yeah, Mr. Chase was like, I need to show you guys this video and stuff and grown-up stuff. That sounds just like Chase. (laughs) (laughs) And grown-up stuff. That's going to be... That's going to be... I totally listened to, like, his entire conversation. Sorry, Mr. Chase. Hey, 15. I remember the video, though. You did. I'm proud of you. All right. Uh... We want to. We're going to have to uh, move past the segment and onto some important things, yeah, like, like so. a serial <laughs> review. But do you have any closing comments? Anything that you wanted to share while you were on the show tonight that we didn't get to? Um, teens trust your parents. Parents trust your teens. Amen. Thanks, Aaron, for joining us. I want you to stay. We're going to uh, do a serial review now. This serial is uh, was sent to us by Mr. Uh, Josh. Armstrong. Oh, and it's that's from an awesome Hungary. name. All right. So, again, this is from Josh Armstrong. Coconut. Wait. How, wait, how do we? How, how do I turn this so it's facing me? Just so they can oh just my watch gosh. me. They don't need to do that. Okay, here we go. See you. They've seen they want to look at my pretty face. Which is being covered up by the... Okay. This is 750 <laughs> grams of Viva Coconut Filled could you, Pillows. Okay, oh well, hang on a second. For Chase, could you do me a favor? Could you actually talk into the microphone for the podcast? Uh, I was talking to Periscope, sorry. Okay. I forget what I'm doing. All right, so here we go. Now, this is from Josh Armstrong. You don't who, know what you're doing? Who visited, who visited <laughs> Budapest and, and got us some Budapestian cereal. Yep. <laughs> what? Now, this is in English, in English, it's Budapestian. Coconut Filled Pillows. Yes, but in Hungary. But in Hungary, it's... Please say that, Mr. David. Okay, hang on. <laughs> it takes me a minute for my brain to process all the letters. Coco Suvos. I'm sure. Coco Suvos. Is that right? I Turn it back around. Turn it back around. Cocusos. Cocusos. Yeah, what is that? Paranoxia. Okay, that is not it's even like a Budapestian accent, accent you have. Gabona. It's also American, so... Okay. All right, let's get the cups. Where's the little cups? We've got some milk and some spoons. By the way, just the record, it has vitamin B5, B6, B9, B12, and PP, in it, which is oh the best vitamin that you want to have. You cannot beat vitamin PP. No, you cannot. And it'll help you lie if you listen to episode 70 of the Gospel Friends. Yes, You'll understand that. What in the world? You have to listen to episode like David, 70 PP first. is what you need. Okay. All right, so y'all are going to have to... Oh, hey, y'all are gonna have spoon. to y'all gonna have to serve me mine since I'm periscoping right now. <laughs> okay, wait, right, hold I'll on. Pour, and you pass Cup. Spoon. If this is the first okay. time you've ever listened to the Gospel one. Friends podcast, okay. we do serial reviews. Oh no, I don't do of serials that people send us or that um, ain't gonna happen, Kevin. <laughs> Thank you. There's yours. Okay, or, or that uh, we find in the store. Now here's Periscope. Why could y'all our, have like toasted crunch here, or something? Here's our coconut Gosh. pillows. By the way, I, I'm going to go. Well, I, 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 I won't. I won't say it yet. Oh, this looks so gross. Okay. Uh-oh. So, oh. hey, do you not like coconut? I just smelled it. Uh. What did we tell Josh we were going to give him for this? Just a really big shout out. A really big shout out, and uh, I don't know, maybe we got to send him a T-shirt. Or something. I don't think we. I could be friends with him. This right, is that's, terrible. That's mean. Okay, it, you got to pour the milk. Is awful, oh, right? I need yeah, a spoon. I don't need for you, you're not even going to review the He's cereal? not going to try it. I tried to hand him a spoon, and he turned me down. You're not even going to review it. All right, hey, Chloe. I don't why don't you come coconut. over here and join us? Chloe, 
Come eat cereal with me. Come on, Coke. Come here, you can share. You're, you're being you're joined the, by. Let's call her Cokey Nut. You're okay, can you not eat one? Well Come on, Chloe. You've got to Look, be able to review the cereal. Grab a and come it, sit by me. Is, Will you say have to be able to? Does it have coconut is, in it? This is, no, it's not real coconut. It's got pee-pee in it. This is <laughs> that's making it better, Chief. Okay, look, this it, is. Does it have coconut in it? I don't know. I haven't read Are the you ingredients. Pour tea in your. Okay, just Nick. Sure. One of your responsibilities oh, as a gospel <gasps> friend co-host is to review cereal that is put before us. I disagree. Us. If we, if if we can eat crapola cereal, <laughs> you can eat this. Crapola. Or whole, no, holy crap! It was holy David. Crap. I think you ought to point your camera there at the floor where we have Wait, what is a this? cup with spoons in it from the last cereal tasting, which was what three weeks ago. Yeah, I wasn't here. That's but, disgusting. Oh no, yeah, I guess that's on us. Look in it. This is looking really okay. gross. What even? So Nick is not even going to review the cereal. Oh, I'll review it for the love of Pete. Thank you, Nick. I have the the big spoon. Where's it? Looks that? like yeah, granola. How many spoons do we have? We don't want to go to war with. We have, four, we have four, and Chloe just stole yours. Good okay, job, here we go. Oops. So I'm out. I'm out of having pour <laughs> milk on my. <laughs> I think hey, you're out of having so to do it. Chase, you ha- give me a spoon. You have to use Chloe's after she's done. Give me your spoon. I'll just drink out of the cup. Here, of course pour you some will. in there. Don't pour too much milk because then it's just going to be gross. All right. So, okay, so you're a, you're a light milk yes, person. Yes, okay. I like the crunchy. Pass All the, right, I took the first bite. Pass oh. the pass the milk, please, Chloe. So, Chloe, can Nick the milk? Please. I'm going to film Nick on Periscope in case he throws up. That's hey, great. Nick, you actually got a, a oh, shout-out from Herschel Price. I saw After that. the Nick Free episode 69, this bonus Periscope has Nick doing a great oh, job. Hey, wow. Okay, Rice. Appreciation from Virginia. Are you actually Boom. eating it? Oh. I'm going to try one. Oh. I'm going to tell you, I like it. Already. I ain't got to my review get that, yet. Get that camera off me. It smells. You, hey, your next <gasps> bite's going to be the camera if you don't get that off my mind. I just want to see you. Come on. Oh, uh, okay, I'm not feeling it. I want to spit it out. I moved away from it. I want to spit it out. No, you can spit it, it out. like Almond Joy. That's pretty impressive. It tastes like that. It tastes gross. <laughs> I like it. Mm-mm. But do you yeah. like coconut? Yes, I love no. coconut. I love coconut. Coconut like pie, it. coconut Mm-mm. candy. Almond Joy is my favorite. Yep, tastes just like coconut. Candy bar. Look, it is strong, sweet coconut. <laughs> Those Hungarians love some, love them some coconut. All right, it's powerful. Who, who sent this to us? So gross. Josh Armstrong. Josh Armstrong. Josh Armstrong. And his Thanks, wife, Josh. Jennifer. Hey, is this our first international cereal that yeah. we've received? Wait, so Josh, this that? is the second bite That's of there. Josh and Jennifer Armstrong. Oh wait, get it? I, yeah, let me make sure. It's Got it, actually, please. That that's actually her name. Emmanuel is not a fan. Emmanuel is not a fan of coconut. Oh, I love coconut. That's mm. so gross. Oh, hey, Emmanuel. Mm. I meant to say okay. it again the other day. Who's going first? Ugh. Not me. Oh, yeah, it is It is Josh and Jennifer Armstrong. How about that? Wow. I was right. That's funny. Josh and Jennifer. Just like small, small, small Josh is great. <laughs> okay. Hey, we should get some of Chloe's feedback about the uh, social media stuff. Chloe. <laughs> um, no, what, let, I tell you what. That I've got a, a couple. Of, we're going to end today. We're going to end today on a couple of what were you thinking articles, so we'll get their oh comments on those. Am I? What? Oh, boy. We're going to end we today. That? Yeah, we're going to end today on what were you thinking. Do you all want to share the mic? Oh. Nope. All right. Chloe's shyer than I am. All right. Mm. Yes, Almond Joy, whoever that was on Periscope, the best candy bar there is. All right, Chase. Uh, now, we do, if you've never listened to a Gospel Friends cereal review, we do out of five spoons. I don't believe any cereal on the podcast has ever gotten a five. A five. 
It's not been a five spooner. No, and this won't either. No. Um, what, are you, what are you going to? I, okay, I could not have a lot of this. It's 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 sweet. I love sweet, but it's it's overpoweringly sweet. Um, but for just a a one off cup of cereal, uh, a unique thing every now and then, I'm going to give it four spoons. It's what? good. It's strong. It's it's different. I love different. It's a good kind of different. I've never had a cereal quite like this. Four spoons. All right, I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go three and a half spoons with milk, because, and the only thing that's that's dropping it back half a spoon is this. It's it's it is very very sweet, uh, almost too much. But this would be a four spoon cereal with no milk. Okay. Because I ate some earlier just out of the box and really 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 liked it. So four spoons without milk. Most of you know I'm not the world's biggest milk fan. It's just there for. Um, Moisture. Cow okay. hater. Yeah. And then uh, three and a half spoons with milk. Okay. <laughs> Nick. Yeah, I'm, I'm really going to not give it a spoon review just because I do not like coconut. Mm-hmm. And this did not change my opinion about coconut. So it's, it's not a cereal um, that I myself would ever just purchase. That being said, um, because of the good uh, gesture of the Armstrongs, I was going to absolutely taste it. Um, and I very much appreciate them. So. so you didn't even give it a spoon? I missed that. No, because I just – there's. I, you don't I like coconut. I just didn't like it okay. because I don't right. like coconut. So That's it's fair. not – I don't feel like it's fair to read. All right, so Aaron. Like the Armstrongs. But I, appreci- I absolutely appreciate the gesture of our listeners sending it to us. All right, Aaron, it's up to you. What, what are you going to do? I am going to – is this from where? Uh, Hungry. Hungry. best. Okay. Um, so you risk um, offending an entire nation. It's World War Two. So At least it's not gross. from Paducah. Oh my gosh! Okay, I'm gonna have to give it a half a spoon. A half oh a spoon. <laughs> oh, wow, that is okay. the lowest okay. rating okay. any cereal has ever gotten. No, 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 no. no, no. no, no it no, can't no. be. No, no. Holy crap! Cereal. Got oh, it. that's right. It got zero. Really? Yeah. Okay, it's second lowest. It doesn't smell that bad. You oh, you should put milk in that stuff. With milk. You should be milk. It looks yeah, like do we have an extra cup? You should be. You should be milk. You should be milk. Do we have an extra cup? I don't think we do. No, who are we going to give some to? Me oh, I was going to show her what that stuff looks like. Oh, she should get. All right, let's uh, let's do a couple. Do We're going to end today. Wait, Chloe, Chloe, you. Oh, did, did Chloe, Chloe try? I didn't even hear. I didn't, I'm sorry, she I didn't tried try it. it. No, but like, the spoons? outside's really good. What do you got, Chloe? It's good. It's just. Are you got talking to the mic. Oh, got talking to the mic. Okay. It's good. Just the aftertaste is disgusting. Okay, so how many spoons are you going? Out of five. Ooh. This is a hard decision. Yeah, you're going to three. Hungry. What? Three. Wow. What? Strong. Hey Chase, strong. we didn't get your um we didn't get your uh mouthfeel. Okay, it's got a it's got a rather unique mouthfeel. Very branny, very uh grainy. <laughs> the, um, the 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 pillows, I mean it's cuz it's uh coconut pillows. The yeah. pillows are very hard. They are. I they, would are not sleep they are rough pillows. <laughs> no. Okay. The outside was really good, though. It's just the middle is gross. It's very strong coconut. The if middle you don't like is coconut, good. You don't like coconut pillow cereal. Mm-mm. All right. Let's do a couple of uh, what were you thinking articles to get out of here today. <laughs> okay, good. What were you thinking? This will be the most substantive. Is the segment where had. we um, <laughs> the segment where we look around the world, crazy, crazy things happening. Uh, we're going to go to India tonight to begin. Ooh. Guy, and this is appropriate for. This is appropriate for tonight's episode. That's why I saved this one. Guy quits job to train for breaking world record for most selfies in an hour. Okay. Hang on while I pronounce his name. 
Bahunu Prakash from Hyderabad, oh. India. Hyderabad? No, it's Hyderabad. Oh, Hyber, okay. It's Hyderabad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he realized that his job was eating into his precious selfie time. <laughs> So he decided to quit work altogether. He spends all of his time taking pictures of himself and training to break the world record for most selfies in an hour. Anyone want to guess what the world record is for? It belongs to um, American football player. And this is a Guinness World Record, apparently. American football player Patrick Peterson owns the current world record for... Former quarterback from LSU? It doesn't say. I have no idea. Selfies in an hour. Anybody want to guess? Now, these are not, by the way, burst, apparently. These are actually have to be actual selfies. Okay, let's all guess, and the, the, the winner uh, gets a prize. I'm going to say 223,000. Wow. That's a lot of selfies, Chase. Selfies in an hour? In an hour. I'm just guessing. I've never played this game. Right, wait, anymore. are these the ones he's posted on Instagram, or no, they're just on his it, phone? It, it doesn't say that how he doesn't say how he, like, what the rules were. Hmm. What do you think, Nick? On Instagram? What do you think, Nick? Uh, you, you, and you said it's from Instagram, is that right? No, it's just selfies. I don't, I don't know where he has to post. Okay, that's hard. I, I don't know. A thousand two hundred twenty-three thousand. <laughs> what do you say? Um, teenage girls take about a thousand selfies, so I would guess someone famous would take a lot more than that. Dang. Um, maybe. I'm going to go with 50,000. Okay. Chloe, any guess? 50,000. The Guinness. Mr. Uh, wait, wait, Mr. I, Atwood's bride says 5,000. Okay. 5,000. I'm going to modify mine. I was just kidding with the first one. Okay. I'm going to say 1,450. <laughs> How is that any. Okay. What? That was my real the guess. Guinness World, the current Guinness World Record for selfies in an hour is 1,450. What? Oh, actually, it's one thousand four. Did you just Google it? Yeah, forty nine. Yes, what? he Googled. No. He just Googled it. My laptop here. He right. just Googled it. It, it. it broke. Cheater! I win. Bahanu said that his work <laughs> hours. No, but I'm I'm the girl and I win. Bahanu said his work hours were ten a.m. to six p.m. and that wouldn't leave him much time for practice. He wanted to focus on breaking the record, so he quit his job. He purchased a tripod and a selfie stick to practice various angles and works on strengthening his wrist and hands by holding his phone up like a statue for hours. See, guys, you have to... You can learn this from the gospel friends. You have to have goals in life that uh, you set and this can. This is very meta. The I girls are taking a selfie record. while we're doing a what were you thinking about That's, selfies. Look, all right. That is only 24 selfies per minute. All right, his goal is to see, his, his goal is to click 1800 selfies in, in an hour. That's his goal. I could kill that. No, uh, I'm gonna set, okay, okay, in All your right. face. We're going to do it next time. Here we'll we go. See, no, who wants to put money down that sometime this week Chase takes an hour <laughs> out of his schedule to figure out how many selfies he can take? Yeah. No, it's going to happen. And this guy is going to be the world record holder. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Minute. So he now he claims he's already took seventeen hundred, and so yeah. he's got one more. All right. Let's do one more. 2, what were you thinking, no story? Problem. And then we're going to get out of here. Uh, this one's interesting. Um, oh wait, wait, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. How does ahead. he get paid <gasps> for that? Seriously, though, it, it doesn't say he. It doesn't say how he's making income. It I hope he's pretty. The thing about he a job, his job is you you have it to earn money, right? Um, not just for the fun of it. If he's yeah, pretty, no. You, you're supposed to. You're supposed to have. Did, did you just say if he's pretty? 
I mean, if he's pretty, people probably would like to see his selfies. Okay, hang on. Saying. Let me let okay. me let me show you. Is he and pretty? you can Okay, here's yeah, let me let me just show you and you can oh my. determine you if can you tell think us he's this pretty. This is going to be fun. Let me tell you something. He's got some hair. Oh. Oh gosh. Here we go. Oh no. There he is. <laughs> All right. How many spoons How many spoons would you give Bahanu? <laughs> no. Veto. No, 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 okay. no, no. All right. One more story. No, no, no. This no, is no. from uh, What Were You Thinking from Indiana. <laughs> hey, real quick promotion and meaning. The internet supports people doing strange stuff. Case in point, the gospel. There you go. By the way, they're from Illinois. Who? They got mad at earlier at my Kroger reference. Apparently, there's no Krogers in Illinois. Uh, who, who, oh, that's who are you sad. Promotion and meaning. Oh, that was okay. Uh, from Indiana, your neighboring state. Um, <laughs> Shut up. In Indiana. <laughs> okay. What even is an Indiana is woman? Atwoods are from Indiana, moving to Ohio, not Illinois. Right. I don't. What? I honestly don't know. Did you okay. say wild pack animals? What? Okay, we're losing we control of this show. We're, Listen, we've fallen losing. Trails. Okay, here we go. Losing control. Here. An Indiana woman leapt from a moving car on Friday after noticing a spider on her shoulder. <laughs> this is me. This is All right, me. Hang on, it gets spiders. better. Angela K. I'm not going to. Well, she's already, she's already been embarrassed by the Huffington Post. <laughs> Angela Kipp, listen to this, okay. was backing her Dodge Avenger out of her driveway in Syracuse, Indiana, when she spotted the arachnid, which is a spider, girls. Really? Yeah. Uh, that was very she, she sp- <laughs> she I'm not in 10th grade or anything. <laughs> she spotted it on her shoulder. Now, listen, she jumped out of the car. Her nine-year-old son in the back seat. <gasps> oh, no! Jumped from the back seat to try to hit the brakes, but instead he pushed down the accelerator, <gasps> sending the vehicle straight into a passing school bus. Oh my gosh! No. That is the aftermath of the vehicle. <gasps> no, is he okay? Yes, everyone okay. was. Oh uh, no God. one was injured. How can no one have been injured in that wreck? The that boy picture is terrible. The boy who well, he was okay. The boy who authorities found lying Some on the ground outside the vehicle was taken to a hospital for minor head injuries. The bus driver wasn't injured, and there were no passengers on the bus. Um, now the police are contemplating charges against her, but you understand, she saw a spider. Maybe reckless driving. I don't know. She wasn't driving, right. though. That's, that's right, here's the point. <laughs> she saw a spider so scared, she jumped out of the car with her child still in the back seat. That's how scared she was. Car. Is anyone here that afraid of spiders? Not me. Oh, right, Mr. Dick, I thought you were raising your hand. Now, if that had been a snake... My kids are just going, oh, yeah. they're on their own. <laughs> well, they're going to have to figure out. I used to have a pet snake, a baby boa constrictor. I wouldn't well, have let you snake. on the show. It was great. I wouldn't have I let you on the so show. I loved it so much, and then it bit me. That. You know why? Because they're cursed. No, they're I cursed like animals. A I actually like had a story that got vetoed from what were you thinking about a snake that has given birth twice in the past three years, and, and there's never been another snake in the container with it. Who vetoed it? I vetoed it. Oh, Wait, oh, whoa, see. what? Yes. No companions said for the I ain't snake. Scared. That's a demon snake. I'm just okay. saying. You know what? I'm just you know saying. what? All snakes are demon snakes. That's the whole point. Read Genesis. <laughs> you, hey, you and the general have something in common. He had a pet boa, too. Aren't they the best? No, they're not the best. They're no, not even Mr. close David, to the best. You know what? If best was over there, this would, this would be in 
the Ukraine or something. No, it used to like right here that just lay all on me and like I would wrap it around my neck and it was like so cool. You know what? I just I, you have went down a couple. I would of take notches. it to the park with me. You man. walk it? You put like a collar on it? My me and my mom would walk down the street and the trailer park and like I would just be holding the snake. You know what I would have done? I would have I would have done like uh, Chevy Chase in that movie. Uh, the the vacation movie. I would have tied tied one end of the collar to the snake, and one end of the back of the, my bumper, and just drove. Wait, what? That, that would. I think you say he would have killed your snake. Yeah. Well, that sounds kind of. His mean. name was Mister Snake. That's. That's. <laughs> How old were you at the time? It's original. <laughs> oh wow. Um, uh, all right. Five, four or five. Nice. Yeah. Daniel Lee, don't have a pet that can take you. <laughs> it was just a baby. It was so sweet. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I loved you. Mr. That's, Snake, and then my dad killed saying. him. Uh, what? Your, your dad's a smart wait, wait. man. <laughs> Why? Because it bit me. Okay. And I was so upset. He was like, what do you want me to do with it? And I said, kill it. And so he was like, I love you more than the snake. And so he you went out and got a knife and cut its head off. Presided over the execution of a pet snake. <laughs> The next day, I looked at my mom and said, I miss Mr. Snake. Too late. I know, yeah. Like, wow. Rest in peace, done. Mr. Snake. <laughs> R.I.P. Well, with that, <laughs> I, I would like to point out oh, before please, you close this something. out. Oh, please, something. Yes. Uh, the great accomplishment that we have managed today to record uh, two episodes of the show in only five plus hours. <laughs> that is some pr- impressive professionalism there. It really is. Mm-hmm. So do you want to be filming as I beat the tar out of him? <laughs> you, know, you know what time? Bring it. it. And it could have been. Bring it. It could have been. It could have been like 745 right now. If you know, Hold on. Plastic people Chris could has a lunch all the time. So sleepy. Wow. All right, well, with pastoring. Aaron, thank you for being here today. Absolutely. Aww, thanks for having me guys. This was, this was a good episode. Good topic. Hey, my daughter was here today, too. Yeah. What's your problem? Good Chloe, job, Chloe, thank you for being here today, and thank Don't you for coming out of the corner where you were hiding in shame. <laughs> Nobody puts the Chloe in the corner. Whoa. Wow. All wow. right. You did a great job, Aaron. Jumped to conclusions. Oh, thanks. Thank you, David, for being here today. No. Nobody, nobody, uh, nobody said that. Nobody says that? Sorry. Okay. <laughs> nobody said that. Anytime you want to come back. <laughs> All right. With that, a um, couple places you can... Well, whatever you want to say about this, at my gospel friends on Twitter, hallofdogma.com for the Facebook group, thegospelfriends at gmail.com for email, and 205-575-9735 for the voicemail, and finally for the international livers, speakpipe.com slash thegospelfriends. Tune in next week, God help me, when you may hear David say, All right, so everyone coming to podcasting class, number one rule when you have a guest, know their last name. <laughs> Amen. Nice. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is a friend of mine.